Genesis chapter 1 verse 26. Genesis chapter 1 verse 26. And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Shall we pray? Everlasting God, we bless your name, worship you for your God, your Father, your Maker. There is none like you. You are the King of kings. You are the Lord of lords. Thank you for today. Thank you because you are our everything. You are our wisdom. Without you, we are nothing. Without your spirit in us, we are just lifeless. We are lifeless body. We are not different from dust. We return our glory to your name in the name of Jesus. Accept our thanks, O Lord, in Jesus' name. Father, tonight I pray, Lord, that you will help us. You help me. To, 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 to reveal your mind to your people, to Nigeria, and you help your people to be able to see that which you are intending in every home, in every marriage, in every family, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I prayed that there shall be revelation of your word. There shall be revelation of your word. There shall be power. There shall be insight. And there shall be breakthrough in our prayer tonight. For in Jesus' name I have prayed. Amen. Once again, I greet everybody in the house, wherever you may be listening to me. Good evening. We give glory to God for the completion of this great prayer day, prayer days set apart for Nigeria. That is the 12 days of prayers uh, set apart for this, our nation, Nigeria. As you all know, the Bible says, pray for Jerusalem. They that love it will prosper. Today, or tonight, which is the last day, which is the conclusion, the, the, the final day of the prayer series. And we are dealing with Mount Ebal. Mount Ebal. That is the 12th mountain of the Lord. Which is Benjamin? Yeah, Benjamin. Genesis chapter 49, verse 27. Genesis chapter 44, verse 20. And what is it all about? I mean the mountain. It's talking about marriage and family. Marriage and family. Let's open our Bible to the book of Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, verse 8, verse 15. Verse 18, verse 21 to 25. I said Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, verse 8, verse 15, verse 18, verses 21 to 25. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. Verse 15. And the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. Verse 18. And the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him an help meet for him. 
verse 21 through 25. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept, and he took one of his ribs, and closed up the flesh instead thereof, and the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, made he a woman, and brought her into the man, unto the man. Verse 23. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones, and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, because she was taken out of man. Verse 24. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother, and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. Verse 25, which is the last verse. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and we are not ashamed. So we are talking, as I said earlier, on marriage and family. Marriage, what is marriage? Marriage is the first institution on the planet Earth, created and instituted by God himself. According to those passages that has just been read unto us. Marriage is the coming together of two people, two opposite sex or genders, to become husband and wife. To become husband and wife. That is marriage. And according to these passages that we have just read, God will not, as we know, our God is a God of purpose. He will not create anything without purpose. He will not create or institute anything without reason. Now shall we look quickly glance through and see five with me here five purposes of marriage. Yes, God created marriage, but for what purpose? Number one, for companionship. That is partners. That Genesis chapter 2, verse 18. It is God that discovered say, and the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. So God has seen the loneliness of man. God has seen the vacuum. God has seen other animals playing with each other, playing around. But Adam was alone. And God himself points out this, declaring it that it is not good that man should be alone. So marriage it was created for companionship. One. Two. For accomplishment of God's purpose on it. Yes. What was the purpose or what is the purpose of God on earth? Back to Genesis chapter 1 verse 26. And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea. Yes. For accomplishment of God's purpose. What is that God's purpose on earth? To dominate the earth. God will not just create the whole world and just leave it like that without any manager, without anyone to take care of it. So marriage was created to accomplish God's purpose on earth, that is, to dominate the earth. Number three, for procreation. Yes, he said you should multiply, you should replenish, fill the earth. That is the word of God. So marriage was created for, for procreation. How can man fill the earth? How can man populate the earth? How can man replenish the earth without giving birth? So, this calls for procreation purpose, that is, to multiply, to give birth to generations. Number four, purpose of marriage, for proper tending of God's garden. For proper tending of God's garden. 
when we go back to that Genesis chapter 2 verse 15. And the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. Yes, purpose why God created man to keep that garden, to tend it, to keep it, to garnish it. So, for proper tending of God's garden, God sees that man alone will not be able to accomplish this purpose. How will Adam alone dress the old garden, take care of those animals, take care of those flowers, take care of those vegetations? And this calls for another woman, that is another gender, who will come to support, which forms marriage. And the last one with me here, for revealing God's image and likeness to the world. Revealing God's image, purpose why God created marriage. For revealing God's image and likeness to the world. Genesis 1.26 again. God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. So, it means that God will be ruling in heaven and man will be ruling on earth. After all, God has created man and he has put his image, his likeness into that man. So that means man, in a simple sense, man is a deputy God on it. So marriage and family once again, as we are discussing, Benjamin, that is Mount Eba. So marriage is very important in life. And I want us to know that for us to exist today, for every one of us to be in a place or occupying a particular place, or for us to even be named after a particular nation. Yes, family began it. Family started it. And according to that passage again, the implications of all what we have just been saying on marriage is that in Nigeria, God loves us so much. And one of the ways in which God is looking in order to bring revival, to bring renewal, into this nation is working upon every marriage, working upon every homes, and working earnestly upon every family in order to show for those purposes that we have just been listed unto us. But we all know that everything, despite the good works of God, the enemy came in. He brought in disasters. And since then, he has not relented. Till date, he's still working earnestly, tirelessly. Effort, effort, he's still working with all his efforts. Waging war against homes, most especially Christian homes, to destroy and dismantle the purpose of God in those homes, to make sure that the purpose of God will not come to fulfillment. The purpose of God for Adam and Eve was to, for, was, is for them to remain in the garden, to replenish and to be experiencing that glory of God on daily basis. But this man came, I mean the, the devil, with his corniness, bringing sin into man's life, causing them to experience death. Now let us quickly look at some enemies of marriage. Enemies of marriage. Yeah. Number one, we have divorce. Divorce is an enemy of marriage. In the book of Malachi, the Lord stood against divorce. He stood against the children of Judah. 
that your prayer will not be answered. For you have indulged your hands, you have dipped your hands, you have engaged yourself in divorce. So divorce is an enemy of marriage which God will not for permit. Second enemy of marriage is separation. It is not the purpose of God for Adam to be in a separate place and Eve to be in another separate place. No. His purpose is for them to be one. He said they shall be called one. Both of them were naked and they were not ashamed. Number three, homosexuality. This is, this is really eating deep in the society. Homosexuality. And that is where you see different kind of abnormal sex, abnormal meetings of God's creation. Four, hostility. The purpose of God for every home is to experience happiness on it, is to experience heaven on it. But Satan has brought in hostility that man will beat his wife, not even thinking that this woman is my flesh. Woman also will disrespect her husband, not even thinking that this man is my head. Number five, spirit, spirit partners. That is another attack from the pit of hell. Launching it out into every individual life, most especially the youths. From many children from their infancy, they have married them to spirit partners. And this will bring problems in their marital life if they grow up and marry. Number six, polyandry. What is polyandry? Polyandry is a man having more than one husband. But the Bible says God created them male and female, not males and female, or not males and female. But He created one man, one woman. So polyandry is also an enemy of marriage. Number seven, we have polygamy. Yes, a man with many wives. This is not biblical. And from the beginning, our Lord Jesus Christ said, it, is, it wasn't so. God created them male and female. I mean, one man, one wife. That is the standard of God from the beginning. So, having many wives or many husbands, they are enemy of God's agenda, God's program in our marriage. Eight, immoralities. Yes, even those that are yet to marry, seeing them having boyfriends, girlfriends. In fact, when I was even reading that passage, I was really moved. Especially that 25, Genesis chapter 2, verse 25. He said, And they were both naked, the man and his wife. <laughs> and we are not ashamed. So I was reading and I was just, ah, the man and his wife. It not say the man and his boy, his, his woman friend, his girlfriend. But his wife, but are you today, many have exposed their nakedness to many boys. Likewise with men, the boys. So sleeping with many ladies. All these are enemies of marriage. Marriage. And the last one with me is irresponsibilities. Many men don't want to be responsible. Many women don't want to be responsible. So all these things are enemy of marriage. And once marriage is not old, or once marriage is not well, well kept, or well organized, the purpose of God will be, will, 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 it will be very difficult for God's purpose to be fulfilled. 
how will those purpose be fulfilled if that purpose if that marriage that God created is not established is not established so God is really counting on every homes most especially in our nation God is counting on every homes God is looking God is working on every homes on every family he want to bring out his purpose he want to establish his purpose he want to bring down his kingdom from above to this earth and you are the determinant factor of what will happen in your home you are the determinant factor of what will happen in your marriage and due to all these enemies of marriage we have do you know there are many implications that has result as 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 that has comes out as a result of it so let's quickly look implications of satanic manipulation on marriages there are implications due to the manipulations of satan on every homes so satan came he destroyed the first family he came he, he, there are many families that satan visited in the bible he brought it he, he, he introduced many menaces which brought a, some kind of mistakes some kind of eternal regret eternal errors that we as the generation of today we are still suffering of it we have not recovered from it what are those implications satan made marriages to produce more cain than abel's yes we know cain when satan trooped in into the family of adam and eve what 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 was the result they gave birth to cain and we know the uh, the identity the attribute of cain he was an hostile man he was a man who has no who, who did not have the fear of god he was a murderer so is he was a man of 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 self self will and that is what many marriages are producing today rather instead of producing abels they are producing more cain than abels and in as much we keep on produce kings how will our abel survive so if we want peace in nigeria if we want happiness in this nation if we want renewal or we want a new nigeria there is need for king to 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 to, to go into extinction there is need for abels to emerge and god is now working tirelessly is still looking most especially those of us that are yet to be married god is still looking still working upon us he don't want us to produce more kings but rather he want us to produce abel this time around number two satan made couples to live a wrong lifestyle to live a, a, a life a worthless life to create impression on their children Do you know that every children you see in the society today both the hooligans and those that are abductors or those that are nonentities every kind of children you may have come across with they all comes okay from a particular family yes but each family determines what the children will become in the society so if we have more problems in the society among the children today is as a result of the more errors in the marriage that are around three satan afflicts marriage with barrenness so as to get child 
or children by enemies. So many people due to barrenness, Satan has afflicted them. They go extra miles. They go anywhere, not even looking the implications. Some go to river for what for child. Go to forest just to get child. Go to different places. And how tell me if mommy water gave you child? Do you, how do you think the child will become in the society? <laughs> Such a child will become. A, 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 we become a, a, a seducer. Such a child, yes, every man in the society has, 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 they are in trouble because the child will portray the attribute, the nature of where he or she came from. And the fourth one, Satan made children to be thorns in the flesh of their parents. So many parents are lamenting today. Many families are just lamenting. Why? Because the children they give birth to, they were unable to control them. They are unable to control them. So everybody that forms the society today came from one particular family or the other. Therefore, your marriage, your family is expected to be a nursery bed here on earth where godly generations would be raised. What did I say? I say your family, your marriage, is expected to be a nursery bed here on earth where generations, where godly generations will be raised. In the Bible, we have many examples of godly families and also we have examples of ungodly families. Let's quickly look at examples of godly families. We see the family of Mr. Amram and Jokibed. Mr. Amram and Jokibed. This family gave birth to Moses. And now tell me, if they have failed in their duty post to train Moses, what do you think would become of the children of Israel in the land of Egypt? Definitely, they might, they, 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 they might be destroyed in Egypt and they will no longer be remembered to date. But thank God this family did their best. They saved that child, they rescued him, Moses, and they nurtured him. Even while he was in the palace of the, the of Pharaoh, he still knew where he came from. He still knew where he came from. Elkanah and Anna also. We are another, this is another family. They begot Samuel. Tell me what would, what would have happened when Eli and his children died sudden death due to their recalcitrance, to the obedience, to the commandment of God. What would have happened if Samuel was not here? So these people, Elkanah and Anna, nurtured Samuel. They monitored him. They trained him. Joseph and Mary, we are all celebrating the salvation of our soul today because somebody nurtured baby Jesus. Tell me what would have happened if this family had disobeyed the voice of God to take the baby Jesus to escape to Egypt when King Herod was about or was threatening to destroy every male ch every children. So this family had really done a great work and God is still counting on such family today. In Nigeria, God is looking for families. Not, God is not looking for a leader anywhere. God is not looking for any man anywhere. God is counting on every home. He's counting on every family on every marriage and is trying to work upon them so that they can raise godly generations 
They can raise Samuel. They can raise Moses. They can raise Jesus. Who would come and deliver us from the hands or from, from, from the menaces of the bad governance we have? There are also examples of ungodly marriage or family. I hope you will not be part of that. Ahab and Jezebel, King Ahab and Jezebel, they gave birth to Atalia. Can you see what the what was the impact or what was the role, the function of Atalia? Atalia became a thorn in Jude in 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 in, in Judah. Yes. She destroyed all the male children, all the king's royal, all the king's seed. She destroyed them. So, these are family that gave birth to destiny destroyers. We have them. But it is unfortunately, it is unfortunate that many families today fall into these categories. Instead of building or raising children that will bring goodness to the nation, they rather give birth to children or they raise children. That will destroy the peace of the nation. Ananias and Sapphira was an, is another example. We know the role these people also played. Hypocrites living an hypocrite life. But their end, all of them, all these ungodly families, they never end it way. So God is counting. God is looking for those he will use. And not any man anyway, I said it. Not any already made somebody person anyway, but is looking for those he will use from scratch. Those that will raise godly children for him, godly seed for him, who will be able to stand the test of the world, who will be able to stand the trials of the world, who will be able to stand and defend the word of God, defend the people of God, defend the integrity of the word of God, even in a nation like this. In Nigeria, one of the fastest ways to destroy one's destiny is wrong marriage. I said, let me say, say, say this again. One of the fastest ways to destroy one's destiny is wrong marriage. So, if you want your destiny to be destroyed quickly, just go and get it wrong in marriage. But the way out is this. Let's quickly look at the book of John chapter 2. It's just a story of a particular marriage. Call it Wedding of Cana of Galilee. And it was recorded that that was the first place Jesus performed his first miracle. What happened here? These people, they were doing their wedding. And, honest, and unfortunately, the wine ran out. There was no longer wine. And do you know what that would have caused? Or do you know what that would have touched those couples? That they were on, are in, 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 incompetent partners, spouse, or couples. But thank God that they invited Jesus. The Bible says they invited Jesus and his disciples. They invited Jesus and his disciples. That is verse 2. Say, and both Jesus was called. And his disciples to the marriage. So there is a therapy today. There is a remedy today for your own. You do you think your marriage has not, or your you know that your marriage is not yet fulfilling God's purpose. You know that you have been failing God. 
in your home, there is a remedy. And the remedy is invite Jesus into that marriage today. Lo and behold, by the time the wine finished, the report was gotten to Jesus. Jesus heard about it. And he just gave an order, fetch water. And before you know, <laughs> water became wine. And the people that drank this, that experienced the sweetness of the first wine, drank the second wine. And, oh, wow, superb. <laughs> this second wine was more, fantastic more, more fa fantastic, more sweeter than the first one. And they lamented, ah, ah, how would you keep this sweet wine, this original wine? And first of all, serve the, 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 the diluted one. That everybody first, everybody used to serve the original one before the counterfeit one. Because Jesus was in that marriage, everything was okay. So if Jesus, if only Jesus can be invited into your home tonight, if only Jesus can be invited into your life tonight, I'm telling you, there will be sweetness again. There will be melody again. There will be happiness again. Sorrow will cease. Yes. I mean, weeping will be over. I mean, disappointment will come to an end. That barrenness will be gone. We, we will be forgotten. So, you need to invite Jesus. Brethren, if your marriage is right, Nigeria will be right. If your marriage is renewed, Nigeria will be renewed again. And I pray for somebody tonight. That the peace of God that flows like river will locate your marriage in the name of Jesus. I say your marriage, once again, we experience the flavor of God in Jesus' name. Now, let me tell you, if you don't know, you are another Adam and you are another Eve. Your marriage is another marriage, another family of Adam and Eve on earth. That Genesis chapter 2, verse 15. <laughs> now, I just want you to attribute this to yourself. He said, And the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. Now, remove that word, garden of Eden, and put Nigeria there. Now, that, remove that word, man, and put your name there. And let me say it this way. And the Lord God took Olua Shegun, Ogundiji, and put him into Nigeria to dress it and to keep it. So you can just apply your name in those places. Apply Nigeria in the place where Garden of Eden was, was, was cited. Now, do you know that you alone as a man cannot dress Nigeria? Yes, Adam alone as a man cannot dress and keep Garden of Eden. That is why we have verse 18, Genesis 2. And the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him an help meet for him. This calls for marriage. So, for Nigeria to be renewed, for Nigeria to be transformed, you alone cannot do it. You need a spouse. You need a, you need a partner, a marital partner. A marriage partner who you both work together to raise godly seeds that will take over the nation, take dominion over Nigeria, 
and take Nigeria and present it to God. If you don't know, Nigeria belongs to God. Yes, the Bible says, The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. So, Nigeria belongs to God. And if you as a man, you as a couple, if you truly belong to God, God's agenda, God's expectation over your life is to take dominion over Nigeria for him. That is, you can occupy any place in Nigeria just for his own glory. You can become the president, but for his glory. You can become even a servant, but for his glory. You can become anything in Nigeria, but for God's glory. And I know that as God is working upon our marriage tonight, I'm beginning to see a new Nigeria. And that will begin to emerge, even right from your own family, right from your own marriage, in the name of Jesus. I therefore decree that every enemies of our marriage, every enemies of Christian marriage, the Lord is beginning to trouble them in Jesus' name. The Bible says, They that trouble you shall be troubled. He told Abraham, They that bless you will bless, and those that will curse you, they will be cursed. And is there anyone that is cursing your home already? Is there anyone that is cursing your marriage already? Is there anyone that is cursing your future or your destiny already? The Lord is beginning to curse them now. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says no enchantment against Jacob, no divination against Israel. Every divination against your home is destroyed. Every enchantment against your marriage is treated. In the name of Jesus, he says, I alone knows the thought I have towards you. The thought of good and not of evil. To give you an expected end. To give you a hope and a future. I see God's purpose. I see God's agenda coming to fulfillment in your marriage, in your home, in the name of Jesus. Your home is beginning to rise. I say your home is beginning to rise. Our home is beginning to rise in Jesus' name. And it's rising to show for the glory of God in the name of Jesus. We will not become reproach to the name of God. We will not bring shame to the name of God. But our life will bring glory to His name. Our life will bring glory to His name. Our life will bring praises to His name. This my people whom are formed in my image to show forth my praises. To show forth my praises. Yes, if you don't know, you are a new generation. You are a peculiar people, a holy nation. A peculiar people. A royal priesthood to show forth the glory of God. To show forth His praises all over the world. Every principalities waging war against your home. An end has come to the existence in your life in Jesus' name. You are beginning to prevail in the name of Jesus. Our marriage is beginning to prevail over the gates of hell in Jesus' name. Our marriage is beginning to prevail over the agendas of darkness in Jesus' name. The Bible says, though, they will come in one way. But lo and behold, they will flee in seven ways. That will be the portion of the enemies of your marriage, of my marriage, in Jesus' name. God alone will be glorified. In Nigeria, God will be glorified. God is set raising families. God is set raising marriage that will stand the test of time. 
God is 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 already on the on his feet. God is already preparing. God is working rightly on every marriages on marriages that will become nursery bed on earth to raise godly generations. My marriage, your marriage, will become one of it in Jesus' name. My marriage, your marriage, will not be excluded in the name of Jesus. I say our marriage will bring glory to the name of God. Yes, godly generations will spring out of us. Godly generation will spring out of our marriage. Godly generation will spring out of our home. Godly generation will spring out of our family in the name of Jesus. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That is the word of God. I believe my marriage will be best on earth to show forth the glory of God. And so shall, yours, so shall yours also be in the name of Jesus. The earnest expectation of the whole universe are waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Our lights will, will surely radiate all over the earth for the glory of God in Jesus' name. God will give unto us godly seed, godly generations, godly offspring, godly children that will show forth his praises, that will take over the world for God, not only Nigeria, but the entire universe. In the name of Jesus. If there's anyone who has already missed it in marriage, and you've already be you've you've or you've fallen into that pit already, I see God intervening in, on your behalf. I see God intervening in that home, in that marriage, in the name of Jesus. Is there anyone that is getting it wrong, but you have not waited? The Lord is beginning to shed His light. And every mistake is being rolled away from your ways. His ways, His plans, His purpose, His ways, His light will be broadening before you in the name of Jesus. You and I will not walk in darkness in Jesus' name, but in the light of God, in the name of Jesus. That book of John chapter 8 verse 12, it says, Jesus Christ said, I am the light of the earth. Whosoever that walk after me will not walk in darkness, but we have the life of the light of life. The light of life that we need for a generation, I see God releasing it upon us in the name of Jesus. He said, greater than what I've done, you will do. My marriage, your marriage, we do greater exploit for Jehovah God in the name of Jesus. Nigeria will begin to experience newness, freshness, freshness, newness in the name of Jesus. Nigeria will begin to experience new experience. We begin to experience new level. We begin to experience flavor. We begin to experience joy. We begin to experience heaven on earth in the name of Jesus. I will not disappoint God. You will not disappoint God. Our generation will not abuse us, will not curse us when we have gone. Generations to come will not curse us when we have gone. But rather, generations to come will be blessing us, even years, thousands of years while we would have gone. In the name of Jesus. Nigeria is delivered. Every home is delivered. Every cases of divorce, we put an end to such in the name of Jesus. 
every tactics of darkness to break apart every godly homes. I come against it, it will not stand again. In the name of Jesus, the Bible says it will not stand, neither shall it come to pass. The name of the Lord is a strong tower, the righteous run down and is being saved, including your marriage and my marriage. We run into the name of the Lord and we are secure forever in Jesus' name. Every broken walls in our marriage, the Lord is amending it, is mending it now in the name of Jesus. Every little forces in our marriage, the Lord is taking them away now in the name of Jesus. Every strangers in our marriage, God is silencing them now and is chasing them out in the name of Jesus. The Bible says the strangers shall be faint at it and they will be fear and trembling. Come out of their hiding places, out of your marriage, out of my marriage, my marriage, strangers are coming out now. They are living. I say they are living right away in the name of Jesus. Now we begin to experience the visitation of God, the visitation of godly angels, the visitation of God light, with the visitation of, 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 of God's goodness in our marriage in the name of Jesus. Our marriage, we yes, is a foundation of a nation. Our marriage, we build a better Nigeria in Jesus' name. Our marriage, we destroy the, the menaces in Nigeria in the name of Jesus. So shall it be in Jesus' name. For in Jesus Christ and mighty name we have prayed. Amen. I said it once again. By the grace of God, Nigeria will experience newness. And there will be a new Nigeria. God bless you. Like ducks that fell into the water depth, you will rise again and bring us great, great joy. Like ducks that fell into the water depth. Like the hawks that fell into
to the water depth You will rise again And bring us great, great joy Like the hawks, the hawks that fell Into the water depth You will rise again Great, great joy. Nigeria, you'll rise again, you'll rise again. Nigeria, you'll rise again.
Slumber.